Yeah, that, that's the sound of a tattoo being made. It has been considered honorable, sinful, hip, trashy, and frightening. Just like carny trash. And here's the story. This is it. This is the real thing. You've heard about it on the radio and seen it in the papers. Ten big acts for the price of one ticket. Behind this curtain, you'll see the Fiji mermaid, the giant red bat, the six-foot man-eating chicken. They're all real, and they're all on the inside. You'll see the Ethiopian glass eater. folks what are you waiting for admission is free to Ballycast, the podcast of the carnival sideshow and variety arts you're just in time we're gonna have a free show we're gonna bring out the strange people the weird people here they come now watch the doorway you'll see what they do you'll hear what they talk about they're all alive on the inside get your ticket and come in Ballycast presents news and interviews with performers and showmen some important words of warning. This podcast is not family friendly. I'm not even thinking about it. So listen at your own risk. The performances and stunts described are not safe, even for experienced performers. Never attempt them without the direct supervision of someone who already performs them. Please use your common sense. And if you don't have any, stop listening now. Here's your host, Wayne Kaiser. Welcome to Ballycast, episode 170, once again brought to you absolutely free by Blue Ridge Entertainment for showmen, performers, and fans of the sideshow, carnival, and variety arts. The feature segment of today's show, The Age-Old Art of the Tattoo. Just staring at my fingers. Would you like me to tell you the little story of right hand, left hand? H-A-T-E. It was with this left hand that old brother Cain struck the blow that laid his brother low. L-O-V-E. The right hand, friends, the hand of love. Now watch and I'll show you the story of life. These fingers, dear hearts, is always a warring and a tugging, one against the other. Old brother left hand. Left hand hates a fighting. And it looks like love's a goner. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hot dog loves a winning. Yes, sirree. It's love that won. An old left hand hate is down for the count. I never heard it better told. Also news and much more. The meek will inherit the earth. The rest of us will go to the stars. It's Ballycast. Here we go. Keep your hands and arms inside the car and remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Regarding anything I say in this podcast, don't ever take my word for it. Always research what you hear. Don't let anyone think for you. Most people can barely think for themselves. Who's dead? (laughs) Oh, dear. Paul Rubens left us in late July. He's indelibly identified with his character Pee-wee Herman. Pee-wee Herman was carefully crafted to be just plain weird. I always felt like there was an element of performance art to Pee Wee Herman that I would try to make the public believe that that was a real person. And I was always billed as Pee Wee Herman. I did my interviews as Pee Wee Herman. I went many years without ever being photographed out of character. 
until one day when I was photographed out of character. <laughs> and I always felt that really what I did in that way was why everything turned out so extreme. I felt like there was just such a strong juxtaposition between my mugshot and my peewee pictures, and there was nothing ever in between that. In hindsight, I could say maybe that backfired, but I have no regrets, really, about anything other than turning down to host the White House Easter egg hunt uh, <coughs> under Reagan. Um, <coughs> and in hindsight, I should have said yes, because I was never invited again. The first thing I did after Pee-wee and after getting arrested was um, I had clause put in my contract that I could look as much like my mugshot as possible. <laughs> it's true. It's really true. Um, I just wanted to look like that. People like me were brought up to fit in and not seem odd or individual in any way. Pee-wee Herman showed us it was okay to be odd, okay to be individual, okay to be just plain weird. And to those who looked close enough, Pee-wee's make-believe world was a deranged twist on Peter Pan. He will definitely be missed by the proudly weird. In a time when it is becoming less and less safe to be different, we could all use Pee-wee's welcoming sense of humor. We will remember him. And I remember the Alamo. One more loss to mention, Robbie Robertson, Canadian musician and member of Bob Dylan's backing band, later known as The Band. Robertson wrote great songs like The Wait. I pulled in the Nazareth, just feeling about half past eight. And he was a very capable actor in the movie Carney, which is available free on YouTube. Jerry? It's Jerry, right? Listen, I'm sorry about this whole thing, Jerry. We're trying to run a clean show here, and, you know, it's bad for business for us, too. Very church-going man, right? Got a youth organization down there with a bunch of kids? You know what? Let's bring them all down here. Let them go on the rides for nothing. Okay? Here's a bunch of passes. All right? Yeah. Okay? All on behalf of the great American Carl. Okay? Uh, I'm getting too old for this stuff, I think. I have linked that movie, full length and free, on the episode webpage. You can walk on the water, drown in the sand.
Recommendation Paranormal Cirque 3 A scary and definitely R-rated circus There are rules No one under age 13 admitted 17 and under Must be accompanied by an adult over 21 You can't buy tickets at all Without a photo ID that includes your age No costumes or masks allowed That may seem like a lot But inside the big black and red tent is a crazy fusion of circus, theater, and cabaret. And the show brings you back to the days when you had both fantasies and nightmares. At first look, it's a lot like Cirque du Soleil. But then the weird characters appear and the weird stuff starts happening. Those oddball characters instantly ingratiate themselves, and every one of them is a skilled performer. And the clowns are a lot less creepy and a good bit more funny than the one Cirque du Soleil offers. You'll remember this for a long time. It's priced well with tickets from $60 to a very affordable $15. And it's wildly popular with audiences wherever it plays.
better start this topic with a smile. Then it gets serious. Oh, Lydia, oh, Lydia, say, have you met Lydia? Lydia, the tattooed lady. She has eyes that men adore so, and a torso even more so. Lydia, oh, Lydia, that encyclopedia. Oh, Lydia, the queen of tattoo. On her back is the Battle of Waterloo. Beside it, the wreck of the Hesperus, too. And proudly above waves the red, white, and blue. You can learn a lot from Lydia. When a robe isn't fail, she will show you the world. If you step up and tell her where. For a dime you can see Kankakee or Paris Or Washington crossing the Delaware <laughs> Oh Lydia, oh Lydia, say have you met Lydia? Oh Lydia, the tattooed lady When her muscles start relaxing Up the hill comes Andrew Jackson Lydia, oh Lydia, that encyclopedia Oh Lydia, the champ of them all For to bet she will do a mazaker in jazz With a view of Niagara that nobody has And on a clear day you can see Alcatraz You can learn a lot from Lydia La la along and see Buffalo Bill with his lasso. Just a little classic by Mendel Picasso. Here's Captain Spaulding exploring the Amazon. Here's Godiva but with her pajamas on. Oh Lydia, oh Lydia, say have you met Lydia? Oh Lydia, the champ of them all. She once swept an admiral clear off his feet. The ships on her hips made his heart skip a beat. And now the old boy's in command of the fleet. For he went and married Lydia. I said Lydia. He said Lydia. I said Lydia. It hurts, but many people, many people figure it, many people figure it's well worth, well worth tolerating. I wonder if my wife's okay. Now, before we continue, let me emphasize that advice on this subject is all over the place, even advice from professional tattoo artists. I'm telling you what makes sense to me and why. Tattooing has been done across the globe by many cultures. In technical terms, a tattoo is a body modification made by inserting pigment into the outer layer of the skin. 
Some tribal cultures created tattoos by hand-tapping ink into the skin using sharpened sticks or animal bones. The word tattoo is a loan word from Pacific Island languages, originally designating the wing bone of a large bat that was used as a tattooing instrument. Modern tattoo artists have abandoned bat wing bones and substituted electric tattoo machines. The Maori people of New Zealand are still known for their traditional facial tattoos worn to indicate lineage, social status within the tribe, and determination as a warrior. I don't think you could do one of those in the artist's chair. Tattooing goes back to the Neolithic period. The first tattooed person we have identified was the man we call Utsi, the Iceman, whose naturally mummified body was discovered in the open air of a high mountain in Austria. He'd been lying there, out in the open air, for 5,300 years, and died from blood loss. An arrow was found lodged in his shoulder, but he must have put up a fight because blood from four other people was found on his clothing and knife. His body bore sixty-one simple tattoos, possibly intended to relieve pain from arthritis. Most of them were made with dark fire pit ash, and are located on pain relief areas acupuncturists still use today. Some tattooed mummies of a similar age have been found in Egypt. The Roman soldiers on Hadrian's Wall in Britain had military tattoos, and they called the tribes beyond the wall the Picts, referring to the pictures on their skin. Over the years, tattoos have been in and out of favor, even banned, even punished. It all depends on your culture, the politics of the day, and your relatives. In the ancient Near East, tattoos were used to mark slaves. The name of a slave's owner would be tattooed or branded on his hand or forehead. Leviticus 19.28 says, Do not cut your bodies for the dead, or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Today it is illegal in many Islamic countries to get a tattoo. It's claimed to be a health risk and forbidden by God. Tourists who have tattoos had better cover them in public at all times, or they risk fines or punishment. In China, tattoos are generally associated with organized crime. And in Japan, sex workers would get tattoos to show their devotion to long-time clients. Japanese organized criminals, the Yakuza, are still known for their full-body tattoos. For that reason, in Japan, tattooing was outlawed from 1872 until 1948. And even today, no one, tourists or citizens, may display tattoos in public places. In Russia, tattoos are only legal if they're not visible in public. This means that tattoos on the hands, 
neck, and face are not allowed. Of course, Germany forbids Nazi symbols of any sort. If you somehow find yourself in North Korea, you'll see a lot of state-approved tattoos saying, We will guard the great leader to our death, or defend the fatherland. Display anything else, and you'll face severe consequences, and you don't want to know what those are. There are several well-rated brands of makeup to cover up tattoos. In America, New York City banned tattooing in 1961 and didn't lift the ban until 1997. Oklahoma banned it from 1963 until 2006. Let's look back in American history. Tattoos were common among sailors even before the American Revolution. In the 19th century, Barnum's Dime Museum displayed many tattooed humbugs, shocking audiences with what was then still thought of as the sailor's art. These tattooed people, men and women, (coughs) enchanted showgoers by relating their remarkable personal stories, which tended to involve being forcibly tattooed by natives after being stranded on South Pacific islands or kidnapped by North American tribes. Maybe the stories were true, maybe they weren't, but the crowd loved them. After the American Civil War, tattoos became a status symbol among young adults wealthy enough to afford one. That lasted until the beginning of World War I, when the process became cheaper and started to be seen as a mark of a rebel or a rugged individualist. That made tattoos popular among military servicemen, a tradition that continues today. Since the 1970s, tattoos have become a mainstream part of Western fashion. No longer seen as sinister and deviant, they are now an acceptable form of expression. The American Academy of Dermatologists divides tattoos into several categories. Traumatic tattoos are marks resulting from injuries, like marks from the pavement your skin might pick up in an accident. Then there are identification tattoos, like those the Nazis did on concentration camp inmates and the ones farmers sometimes use to identify their animals. Sometimes for safety, Alzheimer's patients are tattooed with their names to help identify them if they go missing. Medical tattoos are done as unobtrusively as practical to mark the sites for radiation therapy. Many mastectomy patients choose to celebrate their cancer survival with a proud decoration instead of a shame-faced and possibly inferior reconstruction. The ones we're mostly talking about here are cosmetic tattoos, popular in the carnival, a sort of permanent makeup. You got a new tattoo And you bought a nice pair of shoes To remind you you used to be When life was something brand new Cause now you sleep a little lighter at night And you wake up when the sky gets a light And crawl into the kitchen at dawn And tell yourself it's alright You swore you didn't want strings attached and to be tethered to the telephone But now there's no one here to talk to And 
And you prefer to sleep alone All the chances that you couldn't take Mistakes that you couldn't afford to make Well, what would it have cost you When you had a new tattoo And you were only 22 You had a hole in your shirt But there was nothing that you couldn't do Now you're standing in the vestibule Wondering how they got the best of you Now that you do your own laundry Now that there's always something pressing you You swore you didn't want strings attached And to be tethered to the telephone But now there's no one here to talk to And you prefer to sleep alone All the chances that you couldn't take Mistakes that you couldn't afford to make What would it have cost you? Well, your daddy's gonna cover your way And mama's gonna say it's okay When you call him every Monday at nine And tell them that it's going fine All your friends, they just exhaust you You could've left, but where would you go off to? Oh, what would it have cost you? So you got a new tattoo To make you feel something new The sign of a cross on your thigh And you don't even really know why But you're hoping that it marks the end Of a time that you could just forget So you call it a draw for the night And you tell yourself it's alright The most common method of tattooing these days is the electric tattoo machine. It inserts ink into the outer layer of skin with specially designed needles attached to an oscillating unit that rapidly drives the needles in and out of the skin many times a second. These are single-use needles packaged individually. Both the needles and all other tattoo equipment must be sterile, and sterile procedures should be maintained. Disposable plastic aprons and eye protection should be worn by the artist to avoid blood splashing their eyes. Gloves must be worn at all times. The design you approve will be positioned where you want it using a paper stencil. After the session, your artist will cover the area. It's a wound and they'll give you thorough aftercare instructions. The artist's own instructions will result in the best healing. Listen to them, not to some YouTube video. Artists generally recommend staying out of the sun or protecting the area from the sun to prevent fading. So, what images might you choose? What to choose? Your personal tattoo is a way of showing the world who you are and what you believe in. Your tattoo might be simply decorative without any particular meaning, 
or it might be symbolic with an obvious meaning. Tattooed song lyrics and other texts are very popular. Tattoo parlors usually display flash illustrations of designs their artists have done and are willing to offer to others. But don't be hasty. You don't have to rush. Don't do anything impulsive or spur of the moment. Age limits vary by law, but really, don't get a tattoo before you're 21, because if you do, you will definitely regret it. I regret almost every tattoo I've got. Uh, I was definitely tattooed as like a child. <laughs> it was really dumb. It was not good. I mean, you, you you see the proof of like, hey, maybe don't get tattooed when you're 14 or whatever. I was dating this person and like two months in, he's like, I'll get my nose pierced if you get my name tattooed on you. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So he got that and I got the name and I obviously regretted it and then got it removed like 10 years <laughs> and now where it was is covered anyway a good tattoo should be thought out you're going to think something's awesome and that you'll love it for the rest of your life but you won't be the same person the rest of your life work for the artist so you have a decent story when somebody asks you what your image represents Tattoos are great conversation starters, but when a conversation starts and all you can say is, no, I don't know, how dumb does that sound? Some may disagree, but never tattoo your face, neck, or hands. You'll look trashy and people won't respect you or hire you or date you. Cute tattoos aren't cute, funny tattoos aren't funny. Tribal tattoos are trashy unless you're an actual member of a real tribe. Don't get a tattoo affiliating you with any social group, like a rainbow flag or a political party symbol, unless they're hidden from casual view. If you identify yourself with some group and everyone can clearly see it, you'll alienate a lot of people who resent your belief, and you'll have to work extra hard to overcome that. And surprising things can happen during your session. She came in to get a filigree piece around her genitals. She told me that she was fine with me tattooing her because she was not interested in men. She was attracted to women. So I said, oh, if you feel comfortable, I have no problem. By the end of the session, she told me that I had changed her <laughs> sexuality. And then, oh dear. Always consider tattoos permanent. A high percentage of people who get them come to regret them after a while. They're just not the same person they were in younger years, and the images they chose then no longer represent who they are now. You might have wanted your tattoo badly once, but now you regret it. Or maybe you did something really stupid, like getting your girlfriend's name in big letters across your chest. Annabelle. And your girlfriend objects to it. Your new girlfriend, Joyce. Annabelle doesn't like it much now either. It may sometimes be possible to remove or at least diminish them, at least partially. But they're always far more painful and expensive to remove than they are to receive. The usual way of trying to remove them uses repeated sessions of laser treatment but there are other methods like dermabrasion, cryosurgery, 
or just plain having them cut off and skin grafted over the area. Make you want to think harder before you get one? The pictures tell the story This life had many shades I'd wake up every morning And before I'd start each day I'd take a drag from last night's cigarette That smoldered in its tray Down a little something Then be on my way I traveled far and wide Laid this head in many ports I was guided by a compass I saw beauty to the north I drew the tales of many lives And wore the faces of my own I had these memories all around me So I wouldn't be alone Some may be from showing up Others are from growing up Sometimes I was so messed up And didn't have a clue I ain't winning no one over However, just for you I got your name Consider a pain-free and much cheaper alternative 
Pre-printed temporary tattoos are available, and you can even make them yourself. Simple, cartoony, ready-made ones are available in bulk from Oriental Trading Company or U.S. Toy. I used to give these free to kids when I was performing at company picnics where I was face-painting. I let them choose which ones they wanted, but I had to put out only a few at a time because they wouldn't keep their sweaty, wet fingers off the remaining ones. There are a ton of YouTube videos that promise to tell you how to make your own temporary tattoos, but few of them really deliver. They only show them being applied. Others describe some questionable ideas. You're going to print out a photo, and then you're going to cut it, and then you're going to soak it in perfume. Then you're going to put it in some water. I have embedded some good videos on the episode webpage. Amazon sells ready-made ones from tiny ones to full sleeves, and also sells the stuff you need to make your own. What you'll need to make them is tattoo transfer paper and transfer gel. The gel is like stick deodorant, just wiped once on the skin. The image you print on the transfer paper, which will come with a recommended type of printer to use. If you don't have one of those, most print shops will. Remember, any text will have to be printed reversed so it will read right when applied to your skin. These are painless and they can be expected to last from a day to maybe a week. Print your chosen design onto the tattoo transfer paper as the instructions recommend. There are also methods that simply involve a pencil or a Cricut craft die cutting machine. When your design is on the transfer paper, carefully cut it out using scissors, leaving a modest border around the edges to avoid any unwanted areas from transferring. Then make sure the target area is very clean and completely dry. Completely remove the protective layer exposing the sticky side. Place that side down on your skin, positioning it carefully. Then press a damp cloth firmly over the tattoo making sure to wet the entire area, soaking the backing paper thoroughly. Hold it in place for the recommended time to allow the image to transfer onto your skin properly. Then, gently peel back the paper and you'll see your temporary tattoo. If there are any areas that didn't transfer properly, you might be able to put it back down and reapply the damp cloth, pressing for a bit longer. This might not work very well, but if that happens, it's not really a problem. Just clean it off and try again. Allow the tattoo to completely dry before you touch it. Remember, temporary tattoos are just that, temporary. They will gradually fade away over time, or they can easily be removed with soap and water. Enjoy experimenting with various designs and styles without the lifetime commitment and expense of a permanent tattoo. Another tattoo alternative is henna, a vegetable dye you can paint on the skin, staining it an orange color that deepens over time to brown. Amazon sells some inexpensive kits that include sheets of traditional henna hand tattoos that can be removed with alcohol, body oil, or olive oil. Amazon even carries henna tattoos that include stencils for easy application. 
Like all products applied to the skin, they should be used carefully and tested against the possibility that you have a sensitivity. Look carefully at the reviews. There are some very negative ones, mostly from people who were allergic but didn't read the cautions. The less negative but still unfavorable reviews tend to be from people who found the product didn't last as long as they had hoped or lasted longer than they wanted. Some people just don't read. Prison inmates often tattoo themselves or have it done by another inmate. Yeah, I've been to prison uh, three times, uh, probably for about, I'd say, six felonies, seven. Uh, in my adult years, I've probably done probably 14 years. You know, uh, I gave my heart to the Lord about 18 years ago, and I would sit in church. You know, I'd look down at my tattoos, and I'd think, man, Lord, are there any way I could just get rid of these things? And then it's like, I don't know, He spoke to my heart that these are reminders of the sins I've committed. And uh, it, it's, you know, he's, he's washed the sin away, but the scars are always going to be there. But you know what? It don't matter. I'm who I am. God has changed me for the best, and that's what really matters. Prison tattoos are usually done in exchange for food, stamps, cigarettes, or sex. To make them, inmates use things like pencils, staples, paper clips, or guitar strings, and the ink is also improvised, often made from pens, melted plastic, and soot mixed with shampoo. They are against the official rules, not that prisoners usually care, and once you're out, these will be fairly obvious signs that you're dangerous to know. Walking through the parking lot to the grocery store I saw a woman walking up I smiled and grabbed the door But she won't look me in the eye That don't come as no surprise today Cause I'm damn near covered head to toe With ink I picked up on the road And a couple of that I got done in the pen And I see the way they look away when I come walking through You wouldn't think I'd feel a thing, but sometimes I still do But I promise that these old tattoos haunt me more than they scare you But I'll still wear them proud every day These old tattoos remind me of the sins the good Lord washed away This one here's the very first I got it just 14 I got it when my nana passed The only one that cared about me And after that All I had was the bottle and cocaine I still do, but I promise. 
time I set these old tattoos Haunt me more than they scare you But I'm still wearing proud every day These old tattoos remind me of the sins The good Lord washed away Most were done with the smell of whiskey on my breath And even though I was numb inside I could feel it on my flesh most I can't remember But the one thing I can't seem to forget Is when I see the way they look away When I come walking through You wouldn't think I'd feel a thing But sometimes I still do But I promise that these old tattoos Haunt me more than they scare you But I'll still wear them proud every day These old tattoos remind me of the sins The good Lord washed away The good Lord washed away And a couple of even more sensitive subjects. A small lower back tattoo just above the female waistline, visible just below a crop top, is often unkindly referred to as a tramp stamp. Are these girls and women seen as having loose morals? I guarantee the guys who make that assertion would have a reaction. Oh, I was kidding. Real? Oh, damn! And then there are other really brave people who get genital tattoos. There's that old joke about the white guy vacationing in the South Sea who sees a black guy with a penis tattooed with the word Wendy. The white guy says, Wendy, that's all? And the black guy says, no, man, that's how it looks now. But when I'm very happy, it says, welcome to Jamaica, man. Have a nice day. And then there are even anus tattoos. Long ago, I saw a picture of a girl with her exhaust port tattooed with a red stop sign that read, Do Not Enter. <laughs> to find the right artist to serve you, do your research. Ask friends for suggestions, see who serves your area, and follow the artists online to get a sense of who they are, and how their work impresses you. Look at pictures of their healed work, too, because fresh tattoos look different from healed ones. Colors may fade as the tattoo heals. Lines may become less distinct. Not all tattoos can be as tiny as you want them to be. Some lettering may need to be enlarged so they can be legible over time. It takes some homework to help you get a full understanding of what's available in your area. You might want to visit one or more studios for a quick in-person consultation before you make an appointment. Take into account how clean they are. If you encounter an artist or a shop that doesn't really suit you, find another. Any discussion should take your skin tone into consideration. A good artist can make a tattoo work on any color skin, but that needs to be thought out when planning. To prepare for your appointment, treat it like you prepare for surgery. 
be well rested, get a good night's sleep, don't drink alcohol the night before, and avoid anything like aspirin that thins the blood. Stay hydrated, have a full meal at least 30 minutes before you arrive. You might want to bring some snacks. Be sure to have a photo ID handy, and after your consent forms are filled out, you'll start off by studying the design your artist mocked up for you. If you want to make any adjustments to it, now is the time. Your stencil will be made and placed onto your body where you want the tattoo to be. Again, the placement can definitely be changed. Just let your artist know. A major thing to consider for placement is how the image could distort when you move the part of the body that it's on. Skin is not like paper. The image is likely to stretch and not look straight when you move. You might want to walk around in front of the mirror to see how your tattoo will move with your body in normal life. Once the machine gets going, try to stay as still as possible. The first moments will probably be the most painful. If you start feeling lightheaded, uncomfortable, or you need a break to stretch, just say so. The artist will probably be glad to do the same. The pain of the tattooing can depend a lot on the location on your body. It might be intense at first, but it won't be as intense the whole time. Probably. Your body will build up a level of natural adrenaline, and after that, the pain generally begins to taper off. And there are some strategies to distract you from the feeling. Some artists are comfortable making small talk while they work. Others prefer to concentrate and find long conversations difficult. Once your tattoo is complete, your artist will bandage it up by either taping plastic wrap around it or placing a clear medical-grade bandage on top of it. Then it's time to settle your bill. There is no standard price. It's okay to mention your budget in advance, but never haggle. Uh, Every artist has a different rate, sometimes an hourly rate, sometimes with a minimum, taking into consideration their preparation and setup and supplies. Sometimes the artist might charge a flat rate, usually for small images, and sometimes they might charge a day rate. Your artist will tell you the expected price of your tattoo and their preferred type of payment. Many studios only take cash. Tipping is certainly appreciated. Artists have expenses and you want a friendly relationship for the future. Around 20 to 30 percent seems standard, counted as the cost price of excellence instead of mediocrity. I can't get a tattoo. I don't know what I want, and I'm on blood thinners. But I can dream. This one year, I wasn't all there for. Had too much to drink one night, and stumbled through a door. I got this cross on my arm, before I knew what a cross was for. That one year, you can still make out a name. But all she did was cause me pain Now she's covered And 
that's how she's gonna stay Just another drop of ankle on the way I'll take this tattoo to heaven Every line, every lesson The ones I loved and heard Are on the road I've been bound They're the moments that made me The woman that saved me I'll take them to the grave And ride on up to the clouds My broken heart and lost your whiskey Holy confession something really fascinating in next month's episode. Among other scary Halloween stuff, we'll look at a new book on the rise and fall of the Sideshow Geek. I thought up the seven deadly sins in one afternoon. The only thing I've come up with recently is advertising. In our online shop, a growing collection of complete plans for timeless carnival attractions and acts. Here's one working performers can use today. From the 1940s, a complete pseudo-hypnotic act. The full set of secrets for performing a sideshow-style hypno-act with four detailed routines. Crowd-pleasers like the rigid arm, standing three men on the subject's chest, stopping the pulse, and breaking a stone on the chest. 
You can select your favorite individual effects or perform the entire set as a complete act. The manuscript is a detailed guide to presentation. There's no actual hypnosis involved, not even the careful scripting and attention control that modern stage hypnotists depend on. Digitized and carefully restored in PDF format for just $4. For a real piece of carnival history or a working act that still plays well today, use the link on the podcast page. By the way, please, please give Ballycast some feedback. Ballycast is produced by Wayne Kaiser for Blue Ridge Entertainment under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means you can keep it, copy it, share it with a friend, just tell them where it came from, don't change it, and don't sell it. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe at ballycast.com. Visit us, link to us, subscribe to the podcast, and most importantly, enjoy. Exit to your left. said don't look surprised old man I'm older than you think if I was a talking kind I could tell you a thing or two and since you didn't ask let me show you my tattoos he said I got this rose in Memphis some back old alley dump Pick this eagle up in Dallas Man, I sure was good and drunk And you know the way I see it If it gets any worse out there A guy like me hasn't got a prayer
coffee He said this one's on me Set down a cigarette And rolled up the sleeve So take a good look here my friend You see what these are Just my ragged old and jagged old and airy scars He said, I got this one in Paris In a war before you were born And this one when I was half your age Working on my daddy's farm And you know the way I see it Son, you ain't seen what I've seen Cause tattoos and scars are different things He said, I've been here for all Years, and what I know is this If you look and listen close A man will show you what he is You know the way I see it You've been round, but you're still green Cause tattoos and scars are different things Young kid stepped in from the cold He ordered up a drink He said, don't look surprised, old man I'm older than you think